Father, we thank you. We bless your name. Lord, we say thank you. For in Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. Amen. All right, go ahead. Good evening, everyone. I apologize for the late coming. Network has been crappy. So please just be in the atmosphere of worship. There is none holy as the Lord. There is none beside thee. Neither is there anyone like our God. There is none holy as the Lord, holy as the Lord. There is none holy as the Lord. There is none besides thee. Neither is there anyone like our God. There is none holy as the Lord who is like unto thee. Oh Lord, who is like unto thee? Oh among the gods, who is like thee, glorious in holiness and faithful in praises, always doing wonders, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glorious God, wonderful God, miracle worker, the King of kings, omnipotent one, I worship you. Your majesty is forevermore. Glorious, glorious God, wonderful God, miracle worker, the King of kings. Omnipotent One, 
I worship you, your majesty is forevermore. You are the pillar that holds my You are the pillar that holds my life. You are the master, Jesus. You are the pillar that holds my life. You are the master, Jesus. You are the pillar that holds my life. For I have confidence in you. Jesus, I have confidence in you, Savior, I have confidence in you, any time, any day, I have confidence in you. Jehovah, I have confidence in you. Jesus, I have confidence in you. Savior, have confidence in you. Any time, any day, I have confidence in you. Jehovah, you are Yahweh. You are Yahweh. You are Yahweh. You are Yahweh, Alpha and Omega. You are Yahweh, Alpha and Omega. Mm. You are Yahweh. You are Yahweh. You are Yahweh, you are Yahweh, you are Yahweh, Alpha and Omega, you are Yahweh, Alpha and Omega. Honor to
you don't help me, where else can I go? Nowhere, nowhere. If you don't touch me, can I go nowhere? Nowhere. So I, 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 I run to you. Worshipped. Uh, Father, we thank you. We bless your name. Lord, we bless your name. We thank you for your word that is coming this evening. Thank you because we will bless. Thank you because we will transform. Father, we say thank you. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. Thank you for that wonderful worship. Taking um, a very short chat this evening, and it's called waiting. It's called waiting. Taking my first test from the book of Luke, chapter 1, from verse 5. And there was in the days of Herod, the king of Judah, a certain priest named Zechariah of the course of Abia, and his wife was the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. And they grew both, and they were both righteous before God. Now, this is the contemplation. This is where say, and they were both righteous before God, man, walking in all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord, blameless. They were righteous, they were walking in all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord, blameless. Do you know what it is to be blameless under the Lord? 
again. He said, and they had no child because that Elizabeth, because that Elizabeth was buried, and the both were now well stricken in years. I'm, I'm reading from KJV version. Now, if you watch, the reason why they were both, um, the reason why Elizabeth and the husband were childless was not because they were doing something wrong, was not because they were not paying tithes, was not because they were not giving offering, was not because they were not coming to church regularly, was not because they were not doing any things right. The Bible said they were, they were blameless. He said, and they were both righteous before God. You see, walking in all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord, blameless. So it was not because they were doing something that is wrong or because they had done something. The Bible said they were both righteous. They were walking in all of the ordinances and they were even blameless before God. So if people have this kind of CV, let me put it that way, before God. So what could be the reason why the Bible now says something after that? He said, but Elizabeth was married. And then that they were now, he said they are well stricken in age, meaning that they, they, they were now like maybe in their 80s or 70s, but they are old actually. He said they had no child because that Elizabeth was buried and they both were now well stricken in years. So this verse points to me that waiting, like I said, my short child this evening is called waiting. That waiting is not always because you're doing something wrong. That, you know, there are times when people say it's because you are not doing this, this is why this thing has not happened. It's because you are supposed to do this and you've not done it. So waiting on certain things or certain things you're trusting God for that year to come is not an indication that there's something that you're not doing right. Waiting is not always an indication that there's something that you're doing wrong. Waiting sometimes also not because you are not mature enough to receive your request. So sometimes, you know, there are things that God can actually delay from coming to your life because you are not mature enough to handle those things. Just like I always say, no matter how much you love your five-year-old daughter or um, son, there's no way you give him your khaki to drive just because you love him. That kind of love can lead to his death. So there are times that God can withhold certain things or withhold certain things from you just because you are not mature. But when we study, as we study the book of um, 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 Luke now, and we saw Zachariah and his wife, we saw that the Bible said they were both righteous before God and that Zachariah was even a priest. And they, they are working in all of the commandments, they are blameless. So it's not because they were not doing something um, that they are supposed to do. They were doing everything right. Yet, the Bible says Elizabeth was still buried. So, maybe this is even a deliverance of, for somebody this night. There are times you are trusting God for certain things. You've waited for years, for months, for days, for weeks, and they are not coming. And you begin to start thinking there's something you're not doing well. Yes, sometimes there may be things that you have to fix. Sometimes there may be things that you have to adjust. Sometimes there may be things that you maybe you may have to stop doing. And then sometimes there may be things that you have to do. But in, the, in this particular case we study now, the Bible said they were working, they were both righteous before the Lord. Not just that the husband is righteous and the wife is a troublesome woman was okay because the wife is troublesome. No. And not just that the, the wife is not the righteous person and the husband is you know moving with everything on scared. No, the Bible said they were both righteous, walking in ordinances. And they, see, this again shows that these people were serving the Lord, even though, by, um, you know, like I usually say that um, in theology, there's what they call 
um, the Gafila theory, meaning that you know, chapter two did not happen, and verse two did not happen immediately after verse one. So even though, but the Bible never paid any scenario to us, like they were saying that they will leave God if God did not do this for, for them, they will leave God if God they were serving the Lord. In fact, as if if you study further, he said, and it came to pass that why was why why he executed the priest's office before going order to, of his course. According to the custom of the priest's office, his loss was to burn incense when he went into the temple of the Lord. In fact, if you read further, you find that they were even in they were they were in the temple, they were there to do certain rites and all of that. So it was not as if they were walking, you know, they were believers and they are trying to threaten God that if you don't do this for me, you know, I will leave you. If you don't do this for me, I will have to go. No, they were not, they were not trying to do um old God rams. Even though they were working all of the ordinances of the things of God, they were obeying God. The Bible considered them to be righteous. The Bible did not give us any information as to if they they want they try to kidnap God or old God and say, ah, if you don't do this for us, we will leave you, we will not serve you again. This short test alone shows that you see, somebody gave an analogy online a few days ago. He said, When you shake a cup, it is what is inside the cup that will come out. If it's water, it's water that will come out. If it's juice, it's juice that will come out. So when we go through temptation and certain things, I will begin to throw certain words to God. If you don't do this, I will leave you. It's an indication of our heart posture, even before whatsoever thing that we are going through. Come. Ah, God, why do you have to do this? Now, you are not faithful. You are not, you know, so many things that we can, so many childish things that we can say in no season. But the Bible told us that these people were working faithfully with the Lord. Yet, they, they, there was no child. There was no child. I mean, they were working faithfully with the Lord. They were working faithfully with the Lord. Just like I said that they, they were doing everything they ought to do. You know, they were giving all that they ought to give. They were praying. They are even priests and all that. But the Bible said the wife was was buried. Now, things to know about waiting. One, the waiting season is where conviction is tested or is where convictions are tested. The waiting season is that period of your life where your conviction will be tested. Where your what conviction? If you claim, see, I want, I usually say this: it is easy, or it is easier to say you love God when everything is working fine. You know, you, you got a good job. You know, you're getting married to one of the you know a, a good Christian brother or sister. You have this and that for yourself. You are comfortable. It is easy to raise up your hand and say, "Glory to God! God is doing fine." Glory to God. But when things are not going the way you plan them, or when things are not going the way you want them to go, at that point, can you still remember that all things work together for our good? Whether we see it as a bad thing or as a good thing, the Bible says that all things work together for our good. So things to know about waiting. The first thing is that the waiting season is where conviction are tested. Is where conviction are tested. There are people who you think they love the Lord, you know, they do this until they encounter certain trouble in their life. And you see them threatening God and threatening God and saying they will do this to God, they will do that to the church of God. They will, you know, we'll see it even in this period. People saying they will take the things they gave to the church, they will do this and that. They will see the waiting season where the things you the things you are trusting God for. That moment where you have not received them, that moment where things is not going the way you plan that they should go. If you can still stand just like Job, where the wife said, Cause God and, and die, he said, Even if he's healing me, he said, I will still trust him. So the waiting season is where the things you hold as conviction will be tested. 
is when you will know if the things you believe, if you truly believe them, is when you will know if truly you love God the way you have been claiming you love God when things were going fine. Are you getting it? So when you go through all of this, this waiting season, you are trusting God for a good job for years now, trusting God for a life partner for years now, trusting God for, you know, for resources and whatsoever thing. And you can see stand and say God is faithful. The waiting season is that season where your conviction will be tested. Where your conviction will be tested. That is where you will know if truly the things you have been confessing, you know, you can go to church, everybody's confessing, you are confessing, you know, my this and that is in God. This and that is in God, but when things don't go out the way you plan them to go, the, the way you plan them, especially when you are when you when you not start waiting for long, can you still stand and say, Even if you slay me, God, I will trust you. So the first thing to know about waiting is that it is when our conviction is tested. Number two, the waiting season is also where conviction is built. Funny enough. See, there are things that you will not be, you will not really understand until you have gone through certain things. I don't know if you until you have gone through certain things, that's when you will know. See, there's there's a way that probably there are things you have been studying about God in scriptures, you know, that you know, one of the ways to know God is by experience. There are things you might have been studying about God from scriptures, you know, God can heal, God can do this, God can do that. Probably you waited for a child for like 10 years and the child finally came. And somebody, you now met somebody else who is waiting for child for four years. And the person is, you know, trying to hold God around some, doing this and that. Because see, in the midst of your waiting season, there is a conviction that has been built in your, in your spirit man. That God is a faithful God. So you can go back and go and pacify that woman. Say, see, you are waiting, you, you waited just four years. I waited for 15 years and God came to me. So, in the season of conviction, it's not in, I mean, it's in the waiting season, it's not just that your conviction is tested, it's also the season where your conviction is built if you use the waiting season well. So, you can reach out to somebody, you can see somebody who is going through certain things, and you've been there, and you will stay longer. You can tell that person, I was here before. God is here, I was here, I've been here before, and God came through. Just like maybe um, um, for some of us, um, the kind of school that went, maybe you you, you had the privilege to meet some of your some of your seniors, the ones that passed out from the school. And you, there's a way you can be lamenting and be telling them that the courses in this in this our department is too hard, this and that. They they've been through those things. They will smile and tell you that we were there too. Don't worry, you will scale through. So the season of waiting is also the season where you can build your conviction. Yes, if you use the season well, it's when you can build your conviction. You see, when if if Abraham should be alive now and you call him and you call him and say, what, what, what can you tell us about God? One of the things that Abraham made us to us is that God is a faithful God. Look at how long that I have to wait and the word of God over his life, the prophecy. So in the in waiting season, even though it is the period where convictions are tested, it is also that period where convictions and what can be built. Where you can build your conviction, where your conviction can be, where you can actually build it. So when you can see people going through the things you've gone through before, you can call them and cancel them. I've been there before, and don't worry, you'll scale through. Number three, the waiting season sometimes can be prolonged by our disobedience or shortened by our obedience. 
the waiting season sometimes can be prolonged. Remember the story of the Israelites? They were supposed to be there for 400 years, but they were there for 430 years. Just like the book of um, Ezekiel was saying, the Bible said, I sought for a man, he said, but I found none. So there are times when, you know, um, the Bible says, a child, he said, an heir, as long as he's a child, he defies not from the Sabbath, even though he belongs to the folk, but because he's still a child. There are things that it is our disobedience that is keeping that. See, it's one of the things that you must also know. No difference between where you are the one keeping yourself and when God, when the, the keeping is actually from God. Because there are times when it is our disobedience that is keeping us that way. It's our, our disobedience that, that is keeping us that way. It's our disobedience that is keeping us that So, if the waiting season can be prolonged by disobedience, and it can also sometimes be shortened by obedience. Now, for instance, if somebody said, see, it took us 10 years for this short to be able to stand and grow well. It's not that the the foundation and the, the foundational template for church to stand and grow well is, is 10 years it could be that that was it was within that 10 years that he, he, his obedience was accurate let me let me use that word that was he was able to obey everything that god instructed him to do so somebody else who understand obedience who hears god clearly might be able to do all of those things in five years or three years so it's not really because the uh, the foundational way for, for the church to stand must be 10 years. So sometimes the waiting season, the respect to certain things, can be what? Can be prolonged because of our disobedience. Can be prolonged because of our disobedience. And then again, it can also what? It can be shortened based on our accurate obedience. Like I give an example of the, of the children of Israel, they were supposed to be there for 400 years, and then they were there for 430 years. God, God keeps searching for a man that will, that will now that will take that responsibility. So you must be able to you must be able to define and to differentiate where you are the one keeping yourself. You know, I was speaking to one of my friends, and she she will be saying that I know that this is what God wants me to do, but I don't want to do it. Just imagine. And she has been a last for for a very for, for quite some time now. So every time when I reach out to her, I say, you know what God wants to do, better do it. And she keeps saying that I know what God wants me to do, but I don't want to do it. That's not what I want to do. And she's a believer. So you see, the seasons can be prolonged by your disobedience. There are people that they know that they have the call of God over their life. They'll be running until they will get to like 50 years or 40 years. That's when they know. I'm not saying that you will not still do the call of God at that age, but you would have done, you would have started doing these things. I heard Pastor Chris say something that's very profound. He, he, he said, one of the advantages I have in my life is that I knew God early and I made my mistake early. That thing touched me. He said, I knew God early and I made my mistakes early. The thing touched me. Your Bible will say, Oh, that's the thing. Enter that the inner part of my body. He said he knew God early and then he made his mistakes early. So waiting season, you must be able to, to know. So don't just say, uh, God is, you know, maybe you are the one who lack character in certain things. God is just keeping you. Meanwhile, it's not God that is keeping you. It's just lack of character. Bad character. Not wanting to take responsibility for certain things. So you must be able to differentiate when God is the one keeping you or when you are the one keeping yourself based on one or two things that you're supposed to fix. 
What do you do in the season in the in the waiting season? What do you do in waiting season? See, it is time. The first thing I put down here, it is time to build a solid relationship to shield you from emotional pain. It is it is a season of your life where you should build a, a solid relationship to shield you from emotional pain. And I will explain to you. See, let me tell you something. There are some times in life that there are things you're building. There are careers that you're building. There are certain things that you're trying to put together that they may not be something that will grow overnight. They take time to grow. By this point, there are times when you can be weary. There are times when you can be sad. There are times when things don't just go the way you plan them to be. You will need those kind of relationships that can only scale. You will need solid relationship of people who are like-minded, who understand your vision. Remember the story of jo- uh, the story of David and Jonathan. Jonathan even took side with David, even when he was, it was his own father who wanted to take David. He would encourage him, you know. He would give him the information from the so that uh, um, the father would not get to him. He would tell him what to do. He will tell him where to go and he will tell him the information in the palace in respect to him. So, in waiting season, I know that we don't talk much about this, but there are seasons in your life that I call those seasons the building season. You are building your career, you are building this and that. Those times you may have so many things going on in your life that there, there will be seasons of pains, of tears, and you will just need that kind of relationship, that kind of support. Because yes, in our life, I define it that there's a season in our life that is a season of what? Of, of building. Where you are just building, where you are just building. There's a, also a season of harvest. But that's, you may not sometimes, not even, God forbid, not, may not be able to even see the season of harvest when you don't have quality relationship that can help you. Quality relationship, like-minded people, believers like you. Not people when you are going through a lot, they buy alcohol, say take alcohol. Drink away your sorrow. When you're done with the alcohol, alcohol, you still come back to yourself. Say, drink away your sorrow. Or some people, you know, some guys, they will take you and go and give you, you know, just take you to some very funny places. So you build what? You build solid relationships. Number two, it is time to take God at his word and put his word into practice. It is time to take God. You take him at his word and put those words into practice. You see, let me tell you, there's one we call Logos and there's one we call Rema. Logos is the written word of God. It's the written word of God. And Rema is the reviewed word of God. Is the reviewed word of God. I'll give you an example of what I'm trying to explain. Now, I was reading a book by Yonge Cho. He, he cited a story from the book. He, um, and he said something. He said there was a there was a particular young lady or younger, forgotten now, that, that used to hold the um, guilt meeting. In the, in the Korea, and then they said it was very massive. People do come, you know, they have massive crowd and all of those stuff. Is that one of their meetings? There was, I think, there was flood somewhere, and some ladies were trying to come, and the flood was just too much. So they advised themselves to go back, but two of them said they will not go back. They have to run. The Bible said that Peter walked on water, that they, they too, they are supposed to walk on the water and go. They said, No, people were, you know. Advising them to come back to do this, they say no, they will not come back. They say no, they, they will they will walk on water. And they quoted the scripture, you know, they walk on water and the flood, the flood took them, brought them back when they were dead. Now, 
And in that book, Young Gicho said something. He said, many people are too. Should I humorously say they take their life back from Christ? So many people, you know, headlines speak it. Is it that these people don't? Is it not what um, Scripture said that they engaged in? Was it not Scripture that they quoted? Was that they died? You know, people left churches. You know, people left um, their their churches. People say many things that you know this Christianity is joke and all of those stuff. But now, if you watch, if you, if you watch the story of Peter, well. Peter did not walk on water just because he saw Jesus walking on water. He walked on water because there was a review word of God that was given to him to walk on water. The Bible said, Jesus, he said, if you are the one, tell me to come. And Jesus asked him to call. See, that you saw Logos, the written word of God. You, that Logos, you meditate on it until it becomes a review word to you. I'm looking for a better way to explain it to you. That's why two people can be quoting by stripes and shield, and one will die, and one will not die. Now, um, uh, when I was in protocol, our pastor told us, he said he was so sick when the church started that Riyad Bonki even prayed for him, but yet he did not receive his healing. He said, not because Riyad Bonki is not anointed, no. He said, but one day he was studying scripture. You know, he had taken all kind of medication and all of that. And one day he, he told his wife, he said, yeah. and he said, stop, don't worry, everybody leave me. And he took his Bible and began to study. And he got to Matthew 8, 17. And in Matthew 8, 17, he sat. He said, he himself took my infirmity. He said, I'm born my sicknesses. He said that by his child, he said that I'm healed. Now, when he got to that place, what he encountered is the review word of God, Rema. Even though it is Logos, even though that word is Logos, it is the written word of God, but the, the word was revealed to him afresh. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. The word was revealed to him afresh. He said when he saw that scripture, there was an understanding and light that came from that scripture. He said even though he was still feeling pain in his body, he knew that he had received his healing. So he told his, he told his wife, he said, bring me food. Somebody has been struggling to eat for some time and they brought the food and he began to eat. Even though the body was still, he began to eat and take steps and take steps. He says since 1997 till now, he has not taken his first prostamol. Now, that himself took my infirmity. Somebody else can go and quote it and the person will die. Not because the word of God is not faithful. Is that if we must, we must meditate on God's for the Lord for us to receive our own revealed word. I don't know if you're getting it. A demon, you 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 meditate until you receive that one. So in the in the waiting season is one of the things that you do. You take God at His word and put into practice. You meditate on His word until you receive a particular word for yourself. For some of us here, there are scriptures that we quote now. To everybody is a general scripture, but to you is not a general scripture because one day while you were studying, the Lord gave you that scripture. Do you get so in waiting season you don't just move just because it is written no you sit until it is revealed to you the bible said when he spoke to me he said the spirit entered to me he said then he set me upon my feet do you get you sit with god's word until it is it is not just something that is written in there, but it becomes like a review word is so much in your spirit so when you see certain people saying that they cannot be sick, they cannot do this, they cannot do that, it's not because they have any advantage more than you. It's because they have meditated so much on God's word. 
on that logos that they, they, they have a, a, a reviewed word. You you can think that John 3 16 just for God so loved the word, yes, of course, which is it, of course. But there's an understanding that somebody can get from that scripture that every time he teaches about salvation the way people rush out to give their lives to christ the way people are panting to serve the lord there's an understanding there's a light he calls from that scripture so in waiting season there's that review word of god that remember that you must trust god to give you are you getting it so you may be in a season probably you're trusting god for a job and you are just praying and meditating on scripture and the lord just gave you a word so even though you are in a season that seems to be like you are receiving a lot of rejection all the meals you are sending you but there is a word that god gave to you you will die believing the word you do what you will die believing the word so you must take god at his word and put it, that word into practice that you meditate on it until there's a light that comes from that word so it's not just because everybody are quoting it you are quoting it no there is an understanding that is in that scripture to you do you get so number three it's time to pray what do you do in your waiting in your waiting season number one i said it's time to build solid relationship to shield you from emotional pain number two i said it's time to take god at his word and put his word into practice number three it is time to pray without ceasing it is what it is time to pray without ceasing when you're going through certain things you pray without ceasing i understand you may, you may have your schedule you know when you are for this period you pray every time you prayed maybe you know you have been trusting God for, for a job you've applied for a job and this week again you receive a, a rejection letter again what do you call it you go back to god again you pray you go back to god again you pray this is the season where in respect of the review word that you have received in partnership with it, you you labor in the so you do what you will labor in the place of prayer see there are some results or there are certain things that is happening to certain people now it is not really because of what they are doing now. It's because of the level of sending investment that they invest in spiritual things at a particular period of their life. I get it. So this period is when you do what you give yourself to pray without ceasing. So pray without ceasing. Lord, I've applied for another job again. I've received another injection later. I come to you. I know you can show me fever. Lord, cause the Bible says the heart of kings like the waters of river. He said he turned it whatsoever that God wants us to be. Lord, I ask you, you turn the heart of men to me. Lord, cause men to favor me. Do you get? Maybe you are in a relationship that you thought it was going to end in marriage and something happened and it didn't work out. You come back. Are you this is not the time to just only set a um, timetable for prayer. You pray without ceasing. Whether the things are going the way you plan or they are not going the way you plan, you just pray. See, this is the season where you learn to pray whether you are happy or you're not happy. This is when you learn the system of praying irrespect, irrespective of your emotion. Where prayer to you will become like a covenant is something that you must do. Are, are, are you getting it? See, this is the season where you learn to pray. You do what? When you learn to pray, whether see it is this season you will build pray, praying capacity. Well, because of course things may not even be see because in this season, if you want to pray just by if you want to pray just by when you feel like praying, 
Almost every day you are seeing something that is not making you happy. So you may, you might not even pray for the next six months. So this season is when you will learn to pray, even when you feel good and when you are not feeling good. You just receive a letter that one of your loved one or your your somebody that you love so much, you know, passed on this morning. You pray. This is the season where you consistently give yourself to the ministry of prayer. And as we round up this night, like I said, this is shorter. I want you to pray. Lord, I don't know what you are trusting God for. I don't know what you have been waiting God for. Lord, show me mercy. Lord, show I'm not serving you because of all of these things. But these things can also be an advantage. Lord, show me mercy. Lord, show me mercy. Lord, he said, he said I should ask you also about it, that when I receive, so that my joy may be full. Lord, show me mercy. You know the area of your life that you have been waiting, you have been waiting for years, for months, for weeks. Lord, I'm not serving you because of this thing, but this, this can actually help me. It can help me. Lord, this can be an advantage to me. Lord, show me mercy and grant me. Show me mercy. Please, can you pray? Shabarakatos ketabalakata. Rekubelen kababo shabelekapa. Zobelekababa sekabababo shabelekapa. Zuku bara baba bo shabeleka baba bo skete. Ziku baba bo shabeleka pa. Rande da da do shabeleka pa. Reba baba bo suku beleka pa. Jubelika baba bo skete. Raba baba seka pa. Jubelenga da da da. Rande da 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 do skete. Lord mercy. Jubara baba bo skete. Rebelekata subelekapa jebeleka bababo sekababo rebababo jebeledededededo shebeledede ratatadado shebeledededede zekobababo skata ratatadededo shebelekatatata zekobababa Lord I receive stamina I receive strength jebelekatata to wait rekatatadado shebeledededede if my disobedience is the one keeping my waiting season longer, Lord, Lord mercy, Lord mercy, Lord mercy, Lord mercy, Lord, I receive strength to wait. I will not be in hurry. I will not walk out or run out of God's plan and will for my life. Reko beliku bababo, jebelekadada, reko belekata, zeko belekata, reketetete, jebelekadada, reketetete, consigning this, this and this, you know that, Lord show me mercy, reko bababoskata, Lord show me mercy, reko babuskata, Lord show me mercy, redetetete, Lord show me mercy, randeko baboskata, Father, we thank you. Lord, we bless your name. 